All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of everyone's favorite convention-related podcast, Con Job. This week, we're going to be doing a review of this past weekend show in Pensacola, Florida called Pensacon. We have a vendor that was at the show, Natasha Maurer, also known as the Artistic Dabbler. Without further ado, Natasha, how's it going? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Doing well. Why don't, uh, why don't you tell us, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, I am the, I am the artistic dabbler, as I call myself. Um, I am from Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, and I travel, well, more so now, of course, now that everything's getting somewhat to a normal, I'm going to call it, but I travel all over the country for uh, Comic-Con style conventions and a few other types of conventions, you know. Um, jewelry is my main game. I am known, I call myself the self-proclaimed earring queen because um, my display is pr primarily earrings, but I can do a few different other things like necklaces and keychains, but I specialize in having, I call it the variety of the ridiculous because I have a little bit of everything and maybe some things that you might not think uh to put on your ears so it's it's one of those things that i love joking it up with people but but yeah that's me nice 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 now it, you you did pensacon this weekend and you did it as as an artist or a vendor as a vendor so i actually had a they weren't i I wanted, they weren't 10 by 10s. They were actually, I think, 8 by 10s uh, just to be able to fit the space a little bit better. And, you know, due to the COVID procedures and stuff, they had to uh, shake it up a little bit. So, but yeah, I was on the vendor floor. Okay. All right. Now, I, I, know, I know you typically do, like, some live videos for the, the show. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't see any this weekend. No, Is I did. Is that because, did you? Okay. Yeah, now, I did on Saturday. Okay, cool. I, I, I must. Well, I was driving on Saturday from uh, from sunny St. Louis all the way down to uh, sunny Florida, so I, uh, I definitely missed it, which makes me sad. But Aww. how, how, how are the crowds at this one? Because I, I know you know Florida is kind of the wild west of everything right now. <laughs> um, the crowds are pretty well attended. I mean, for obviously, um, as most people know, Florida pretty much had been open for well. For the at the long, I'm gonna Since say the longest, <laughs> yeah, the longest out of any state, I think, is what I'm gonna guess. So, um, obviously, there were still you know procedures and COVID, you know, uh, precautions that were taken, but and they were, I did notice they were counting, um, so uh, in and out the people who came in and out, you know, a couple times, like I ran to the bathroom and all that. I noticed they did have you know the security, somebody with a clicker counting in and out so they were regulating the crowds but the crowds were pretty they were pretty up there so there were at times it kind of didn't seem like anything had changed but so it felt the, like a like a last year show or like a 2019 or prior show yeah i mean yeah. i i could tell a little bit of difference but i mean not by not not by much but they did have a, a cap that they did so i know they were keeping track of how many people they needed you know that were, I guess, were allowed in the, well, in the base yeah. center, at least. So. Yeah, they had, uh, they had um, artist booths outside. Too. So, oh, well, yes, they were supposed to. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, okay. 
the area Poseidon's Bay, which um, now granted, this is my second year doing the show. Um, the first time being actually last year because Pensacon was one of my I got to I was lucky I got to do six shows before the shutdown and Pensacon was one mm-hmm. of them because it was in February before everything happened. Mm-hmm. So I can compare to last year, um, literally, unlike some other shows. But um, so this is my second year doing this show and they have an area outside called Poseidon's Bay which um, they had, they would have food trucks, they had, you know, a stage with entertainment, and they were going to have, especially this year, more vendors out there. Um, Unfortunately, on Thursday, I mean, uh, Pensacola had been under a wind advisory uh, for a good, yeah, for a good (laughs) few days. And Thursday night, um, yeah, it wreaked a little bit of havoc from, from what I heard. So a bunch of vendors, most of the vendors from the outside actually got moved inside um, in different oh. places. So there may have been a, something, ra- a random one outside. I, I know face, I think the face painters were still outside, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. But as far as like vendor, vendor and artist, most of them got moved indoors. Oh, that's that's kind of cool. I think they lucked out on that one. Yeah, yeah it definitely, definitely makes me wish I would have purchased one of those uh, cheaper than normal booths yeah. to get moved in on the inside. Oof. Yeah. yeah was but there? I mean, was there? Did you notice any of their locations were really terrible, or was it just? Um. Hey, you were supposed to be outside, and now you're inside, and you're, everything's normal. <laughs> I well, okay. So, um, Alexa can vouch for this. I do not move once the show starts. That is very true. <laughs> I because I I do shows by myself. I don't have a crew. I don't have employees. I don't have. It's just me, myself, and I. Um. So, and I'm very stubborn in my ways, uh, in the fact that I. For unless it's like a major bathroom emergency or something, I don't ever leave my table or my booth or whatever. So I can't exactly answer that question because I wasn't really sure where people were and where they added. I just right. I would I would see in the morning maybe it's like oh was that there before? <laughs> <laughs> maybe okay. Okay. so so yeah. But I mean I know. Um, with the base center, it's a it's an arena, and how they have it, and this is how they would have it anyway, even pre uh, pre COVID stuff. The vendor floor obviously was on the floor, and then on the second floor is where Artist Alley is, where all the tables are. So now, granted, there are some tables I think again that got moved indoors. Some I think did go to a vendor floor area just to fill space, but I know they did move a good majority of people into other places on the second floor, at least from what I heard. So, Okay. Well, that, that, that's pretty cool. At least they, they kind of lucked out there. That, yeah. Terror, imagine being outside and uh, selling art or something and it's a big gust of wind blowing everything around. Right. Spend your time I mean, chasing everything. <laughs> I can't I can't imagine having my glassware out there and oh, having man. it blown off of the shelf. Blown off. Oh, yeah. God, right. no. That would be horrible. It would be terrible. It would, uh, it would literally make for the worst weekend ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Ever, ever. So, so uh, I guess the million-dollar question that we've asked now that has become the million-dollar question is, how, what was the mask situation? So um, masks are, were enforced inside, but when I say enforced, um, because of you know everything with the CDC, it wasn't exactly policed, um, unlike it had been before. And I'm pretty sure if we were under the same, you know, if the CDC hadn't made that announcement, you know, like last Thursday, 
or when it was, I'm pretty sure it would have been, you know, definitely like a little more strict. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, according to the signs, they were saying wear a mask. I mean, all the staff was wearing a mask. Most of the volunteers, pretty much the volunteers were. As far as vendors, I know myself, um, I, there were a few times I let it, you know, hang from my ear, especially if I was talking up a storm to someone or busy in the middle of something. Um, as far as the actual crowds, it was, I'm not, it was 50, 50, you know, the good majority were wearing masks and definitely if anybody came to my table that was wearing a mask, I, you know, I put on the mask cause just to, you know, hopefully make them feel more comfortable. And, um, you know, if they weren't wearing a mask, I, if I was wearing mine, I was wearing mine. If I, if it happened to fall off my ear, just because I was busy i wasn't gonna worry about it i am fully vaccinated and i'm i mean i'm to the point i'm comfortable with whatever we have to do so yeah it's interesting that uh you know you you, you tow that line of if i do i wear it all the time because if i'm not maybe somebody who is wearing it might be hesitant to come to the booth versus like you, you kind of have to figure out what's the best so I, that's I, I like that idea is if they're wearing it i'm wearing it if, yeah. I'm, if i'm not wearing it and they come up and they are i'll slide it up or and even yeah. so, even when I wasn't like, you know, because I'm not going to lie, I didn't really have much of a break. It was a wonderful show. It was like, I'm not, it took my number one spot um, as best show I've ever done this year. Um, well, not this year, like ever as a vendor, actually. I, I've made the most that I ever have as a vendor. So it was, it was phenomenal. People were spending money left and right. Um, and that's, was, a, that's actually been a trend, I think for a lot of the cons that have been coming back, but yeah, but anyway, if, even if my mask like fell off for like a second, you know, they didn't, it, I don't think that really mattered. Even if I wasn't wearing the mask for two seconds, they still came up, you know, and with my right. stuff, with how my display is, it's meant to attract the eye. And I make a joke about it. I'm like, yeah, the shiny stuff attracts you. Come on over, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, something like that, but <laughs> And so what was the vibe then of the show? I mean, was, was, were people happy to be there? Just, oh, yeah. You know, yeah, because oh, that's what yeah. I've noticed too is now that they're coming up and even seemingly more, you know, as they become more populated, the shows become more populated that people are just like, wow, this is great. Look, we're, everywhere I look, there's humans, you know, and forget yeah. the mask part. Take the mask part out of it. Just the fact that I'm around humans and nobody's telling me that I have to go home or like this is great. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was the vibe was great. I mean, it was every. You're right. Everyone was happy, it, happy to be out and about. And, you know, especially with big events like this coming back, I think this is one of the bigger events, I think, of the first ones of the cons, because, you know, I know I've done a couple of uh, horror conventions that were on the not I wouldn't say they were on the smaller, smaller side, but they were, you know, definitely not like this. And uh, another festival of some sort as well. But this is like the first, you know, big convention that I've done since, you know, everything started back up. And the really cool thing about Pensacon, and it's something that really I really like about it, the entire town pretty much gets involved. Um, because the base, area, the base center is not that big. Uh, for an arena, it is actually one of the smaller arenas I've seen. But it doesn't matter because, yeah, the vendor floor and all that is there, but there are so many events that are going on in different areas of town. Like, for example, um, the costume contest, and the which was um, also combined with the after party, was at this place, this really cool, awesome place called Court of DeLuna. 
which is an event center. It used to be a distillery and a winery, but it's not so much now that uh, thanks to COVID, but it's used as an event space. And, you know, the cost and not to mention uh, ticket pickup and will call and badge pickup was there this year instead of at the base center. So they spread things out a bit more. Um, but it worked out really, really well. And there were other events going on in like in one of the theaters and other places like this, literally the entire city of Pensacola gets involved with this show. So, and I think that's awesome because, you know, the whole town is behind this show. Not, you can't really say that about all cons. So it really helped get the vibe up there and just, it was happy all around. It was, you're right. Everyone's glad to be out, myself included, you know, being able to travel and do stuff again. So yeah, overall, everything was awesome. You're a, you're kind of a social butterfly whenever you do shows. Um, You talk to, (laughs) you, you talk to a lot of people. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's kind of how we met. Yeah, Um, exactly. (laughs) So uh, talking to other vendors, you know, mm-hmm. you said that this was, you know, this was your best show that you've had so far. Mm-hmm. Um, talking to other vendors, did they, did they kind of, you know, um, you know, kind of mirror that same sentiment? For the most part, the ones I talked to, yeah, they were doing really, they did really, really well. Was it their best show? I don't know. But from what, you know, I know with my neighbors, the ones that were around me, you know, their, their numbers were good. Some were definitely, they were, they said they were up from the year before. Um, off the top of my head, I don't think from anyone I talked to, anybody was, you know, down in their numbers or stayed the same or anything. I'm, I think everyone did well. Again, this is also talking, speaking from the people that I talked to. Right. Uh, I have, I have no idea about Artist Alley upstairs, um, but just on the vendor floor, it, it seemed that was the general consensus. Just everyone was up and making money. It's a good thing. Yes, yeah. definitely a good thing. That's fantastic to hear. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So I just uh, I just don't want them all to spend all the money before they get to uh, before they get to Tampa Bay or MegaCon because you know. <laughs> oh gosh, I know, right? Oh, I well, I do know of uh, well, I had a lot of um, of. Uh, people because people come from all over um and and from orlando also so i mean and i had people like i'll see you at megacon and it's like oh great cool so i i don't think i think they'll have more money by then yeah (laughs) it is a little bit away a little ways away so that's a good thing Mm -hmm. it is true it's just enough time for us to all make enough product yes you are correct (laughs) and so um I guess, can you comment on like setup and breakdown? Was that similar? Was there any difference there? Was there any, anything out of the ordinary in, in terms of that? Um, from what I saw, no. Um, granted, I, okay, so I fly everywhere. Oh, so and, do we. <laughs> Majority. <laughs> well, I know, but you know, you have your vendors that have, you know, they come in with their, with the box trucks, with their yes. trailers, with all that. <laughs> Hi, that's me. Yes. So, yeah. So I can't exactly comment as far as how that type of that procedure was handled, whether or not, you know, it was different. I think just with the grapevine, if people because so there's a couple different a few different doors to load into because it's an arena and they had um, the vendor, the check in itself to get your badges and all that, of course, was in one place. But in reality, I think they had multiple doors open 
Um, me, I came in through the front because I can, because my stuff is on, on the wheel. All I have is, you know, it's in suitcases on wheels and I drag everything in. That's just my, the way I do stuff, but I'm pretty sure they can load in from a couple different, a few different points around the arena. So, um, I, I guess I just heard, yeah, as soon as spots are available, go for it. Um, as far as for myself, yeah, I go through the front doors. I drag my stuff in. <laughs> That's just how I load in. Okay. But, I mean, I didn't hear any complaints. I didn't hear any, you know, anything out of the ordinary. So I would assume it was business as normal. Good. Now, mm-hmm. Did you see anybody breaking down early for the show? Uh, yes, actually, I did. Uh, I That's know the person. Yeah, the person across from me actually did because, and the excuse was they needed to drive home. They wanted to get a head start on their drive home to Tampa. <laughs> I was like, wow. Okay. That's, a long, that's a long four and a half hour drive, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to watch Phil Mickelson in the PGA. <laughs> but I mean, I, wow. from, I heard through the grapevine, though, these guys are. If you break down early, like if you're uh, if you really Thanks. break down early and go, you may not be able to get back in next year. Thanks for coming. Yep. Yes, because that's again, that's not fair to anyone else. That's not fair. I, to I, I actually neighbors. would like to see. I would like to see penalties like that sometimes for some shows because it, it it is a it is a hassle for some of the neighbors. You know, like we've talked about before, where it's like if you have you know there's six booths on an aisle and three of them break down early. If, if a customer's looking down an aisle and it's only a couple booths open, they're like, eh, I'll skip this aisle. Let me go to yeah, the next. I'm not going down that one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, it's, so it's these, from what I've heard, they're pretty strict about it. They, if you do break down early, like, I mean, me, I would never break down early. I start to tidy up like an hour behind be uh, before, like my, the stuff behind my table that I don't need. Right, right. But as far as my actual display, Oh no, that doesn't come down until, you know, Hey, we're closed. So, but yeah. And so how was the like aisle size and like the distance in between the booths? Was it, was it COVID level or was it old I know school that, level? I know they made the aisles wider than normal. Um, I don't remember the actual number. What um, would you say it was roughly? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> I want to say 15 feet. Oh, okay. So it's pretty 15 big. Feet from okay. Now, as far as next to each other, um, you know, the, the, your neighbors next to each other. Yeah. You had your pipe and drape that. Okay. So you were a, touching it basically. You were touching, like, but I mean, yeah. you have, because of how the booths are, you, you know, you have plenty of space between you. Yeah. Right. Now I upstairs, um, in looking where, uh, just surveying around the tape, the tables for artist alley, they were not next, like right next to each other. Those were spaced out. Okay. So I, I I know I saw that. Were they before. just kind of in the hallway on the second floor? Like I'm I'm picturing like an arena where there's a bowl and you guys are on the floor and they're kind of on the second floor where like the people in the seats would go up the stairs into yeah. like go to the bathroom or go get food. They're just around that big circular area, right? Yeah. In between. Okay. That, so that's exactly where they are. Okay. Okay. So and so they were just obviously not next to each other, like one on one side, one on the other, just maybe <laughs> staggered throughout. They were, I mean, they were spaced. There was an even yeah. amount of tables every, I don't know how many feet from each other, but they weren't like, you know, bundled up together or anything right. like neck and neck to each other, like some places okay. do for, <laughs> for cons. Yeah. We saw one, uh, I believe Alamo city, golly, 2018, 17 was like that at the, cause it was where the Spurs, the San Antonio Spurs playing. It was like that. And it was the first one I had seen. So I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Yeah. I mean, this, 
this is a very small arena compared like compared to arenas that I have seen before, but it's also an older arena. So, I mean, uh, there's been talk of renovations in the future. Who knows when, if and when and where, but it's definitely an older arena and it is a small arena. But so this is why a lot of things are, are very are spread out amongst Pensacola, the events, because they can't have everything there. The celebrities are in the Bay Center um, and. They're, they're on the second floor also in diff- in whatever rooms they did. They did do mm-hmm. something that they did. They did change because, you know, the 501st mm-hmm. for uh, yeah. the Star Wars. Star Wars. Normally they would be on the vendor floor, but they had moved them. They gave the star. They had some celebrities from Star Wars there, uh, like Ashley Eccleson and or, Eckstein. Sorry, yes. not Eccleson. Sorry, my bad. I was thinking <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> I'm Chris Eccleson. But yeah, Eckstein. That's her name. Um, so her and a few other people from, you know, from Star Wars, they gave them their own room. And that was on the first floor. And they put the 501st in there. Okay. So instead of on the vendor floor. So I, I, I think they want to do that as more of just, you know, make a Star Wars room in their whole, you know, for photo ops and other stuff. But so I know that changed because the five first were on the vendor floor last year. But I guess, you know, like I said, to make the aisles wider and just space everything out, that was one change they made for sure. So, but yeah, the celebrities were definitely in the base center, but other things, other events and stuff were scattered. So, and so go, go ahead, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just, I'm thinking to myself, hmm. I, I have I've never seen the uh, the layout of this floor, so I I've seen some of the some of the like the event center like what you're talking about layouts, but not mm-hmm. uh, not so much this one. I've I've heard that it's pretty uh, pretty small comparatively. So yeah, but go ahead, Ryan. No, I was just gonna I was gonna see if you had any more questions regarding the actual show. I I, I did want to know though, were the for the celebrities that were there, did you did you notice any of them having lines that were so long that were just kind of crowding into other vendors or like was it did they did they out did they think of the the, the layout in terms of that because sometimes you see they were not on the vendor floor at they all were, no okay. they were okay. in I, was, separate I thought you were rooms. just saying some of them were in separate rooms so all of them were like that no so. they there were no celebrities on the vendor floor at all okay. not like you know at a wizard world show or at other places where you have or in or Informa or whoever, where you have them all in the convention center like that. No, there would be no room uh, for any of that. They were in separate rooms because they have other rooms for, you know, different events. That's probably a good way to get around the, what I was asking basically was because sometimes they, they put them on the floor and it, you know, their lines are so long that they crowd out into other vendors areas. And it's like, you know, Hey, get the heck out of the way. Yeah, no, I've seen that before. Yeah. That's that's a good way to combat that. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexa, you have anything else? So obviously you would uh, you would do the show show again, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. All right. <laughs> absolutely. I knew, was, I knew that was a solid yes. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I'm going to venture off a little bit, and uh, and we're not going to talk about the show. We're gonna we're gonna call that a wrap on uh, on the show review. But I want to get your input on something because you're something you're a person that makes your items. Um, mm-hmm. there's a, uh, there's a pretty, pretty big post going on right now in one of our groups, um, one of the vendor groups. And I don't mm-hmm. know if you've seen it, I, Ryan, I don't know if you've seen it, but, um, someone has, has made a comment about how, you know, since, uh, you know, they're, they're doing 
um, all these events and, you know, they're selling out of product and, you know, people are coming with, you know, with money in their hands, you know, just, you know, throwing it at vendors and they have, uh, they have decided that they're going to raise their prices, you know, because, because things are so high, you know, because, uh, yeah, I have what, what, what are your feelings on that? And <laughs> what do you think if you if you are going to raise prices, do you think that's going to have uh, some negative effects down the road? Um, so for myself personally, I'm not going to do it because it took me a little bit to find what I what I guess the sweet spot, the range that my stuff is. So I'm my earring and let's. I do costume jewelry. It's not like I, you know, they're real diamonds and real things. So they're not going to be, my earrings are $9.99 to $12.99. You know, that that's my range. And that's been my range for the past, you know, uh, how long, like three years that I've been doing cons because that was the range that worked. It's not, it's not cheapy cheapy, but it's not too expensive either. So, for my type of stuff, I would not raise it because it's not worth that. Now, this this is coming from me. Now, for higher ticket items, for I for higher, like for example, the jewelers that you know do, you know, uh, really it really intricate wire work or or clay or I mean that could be a possibility, but I mean I don't know. It's 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 a very there's a lot of gray area when it comes to that if you if i mean if you get what i'm saying with oh that. yeah yeah and yeah, I, definitely. I i'm looking at it going some some of the some of the vendors that i've seen that are like oh yeah i'm gonna i'm definitely raising my prices i'm like you you your your costs are fixed yeah. you you're you're literally an artist that pays you know x amount of you know x per print and that cost hasn't went up i know because i know people that get stuff printed Mm-hmm. You know, and then I'm also seeing people that their costs haven't changed because it, all they do is still buy Funko Pops. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So I'm like, man, I, I, I see it being a being a kind of a big deal for yeah. uh, for going 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 forward, only because yeah. once you raise that price, you can't come back. Hard, you're going to have a hard time convincing your customer, one, that they should pay it. But two, when you lower it again, yeah, that people are going to feel ripped off. You can't, uh-huh. you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, they say, right? I mean, the only way, <laughs> the only way to salvage that would be, you know, if you're going to lower something, you know, you're having a sale. But yeah, that would be like the only way to, you know, actually convince to that and later on. Like, I don't know, you're having a clearance on whatever item or whatever because you have new stuff coming in but yeah i agree i mean and yeah if vendor people are throwing money at vendors right now and spending a heck of a lot of money whether it's because of stimulus checks whether it's because you know you know people are getting you know they're getting back to work they're getting more hours or you know whatever whatever your the the excuse is that you have more money but i mean yeah after a while it's gonna you know you don't know what direction things are going to swing in. And that's the thing. Right. You never know because they could have the money today, but tomorrow, you know, somebody could lose their job. Somebody, life happens. So I don't know. I just, that's why I said me personally, I found the sweet spot and, and there were people want to go kind of going back a little bit to Pensacon. 
with the amount of people that found me from that they had bought from me last year and refound me again. And, and, you know, I would tell them, yeah, my prices haven't changed. I also do, I always do it, uh, my deal in-person deal where if you buy four or more sets of my earrings, you get 15% off the total, which, you know, it knocks a good chunk down and people I've gotten the comment many times. That's a reasonable price for four pair for at least four pairs of earrings. So, but they find me and they're like, Oh my God, your prices haven't changed. That's so great because they're thinking things are going to go up because of inflation or whatever. Yeah, I still so, think you got to check you know, take the temperature of the room. If, if there's other people doing selling similar things and you're, you know, significantly higher, even if it's, you know, you're five, $10 more, it's like, Hey, this is, you know, you gotta be right around that same range. Right. I mean, unless you talk to them and their costs are way different then you can, you know, justify or whatever. But I just, Mm -hmm. I just don't think that, you know, if one person selling an art print in a certain size for 20 bucks and then someone else is selling the exact same thing for 35, it's like, wait a minute. What, what am I getting for 35 that I can get for 20? I mean, is the art that much better? I mean, I could see if you're a, you know, you're a big time, you know, comic artist, whatever. That's a different story. I'm just saying mm-hmm. just, you know, your, your average really good artist, you know? <clears throat> so. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So how many shows do you do prior to the death of all <laughs> mankind? <laughs> um, Oh, it had been building uh, for 2020 before, you know, it hit the fan. I was, I was around, I was supposed to have like 30, you oh, know? Okay. Yeah. I, I was built, I was building up there and, and you fly um, to all of them, although you're in Vegas. So there's a couple relatively local ones. Yeah. Uh, there's amazing Las Vegas comic-con. Um, right. That's our quote unquote comic-con. Right. Um, and we have, let's see, there's level up, which is an anime gaming show. That's actually pretty good. It's, de- it's, it's definitely one that has grown. Um, so they, they didn't, I got to, that was one of the ones that I got to do um, last year. That was in February before everything uh, shut down. And, there's Days of the Dead, which uh, Alexa just did with me <laughs> over mm-hmm. in Vegas. And, well, that one was my first time doing that one. Normally, I'd be out of town for bigger shows, but it just happened to work out. Um, so there's that. But, I mean, Vegas is known for cons, but they're not really known for, you know, the comp, like the, uh, what we do uh, more so. But, yeah, I fly. Um, I, made, I made my display, and I made everything that I that I take to be able to be compact and fly. And it's at the brim because, you know, I have one <laughs> of them. pounds per bag. Well, yeah, if it's, if it's, one of them is overweight. So, um, and it will be overweight because in making as I go, I have, you know, my charm boxes and all that interspersed between my, my clothing. So, yeah, it's going to be overweight, but it's okay. You know, you dock it from the expenses or do what you got to do. Right. Do you, do you do Southwest? Uh, yes, yeah, I, okay. I swear by myself. Do this, we do the same thing, and I'm I I've heard so many people talk bad, but I can't I can't say enough good things about them because we've same. tried them all. But the fact that with there's two of us, so we get four bags like yeah. that alone is just amazing. Yeah, they're you the know, only ones then, left that have the two free check bags, unless you know you're yeah. a club member of you know whatever airline. Right. And it's, you know, well, I flat out refuse, and I mean refuse to fly Spirit Frontier early. Oh yeah, I agree with that. I'm sorry, I but, agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, now I will. I will fly them for a cheap, uh, cheap weekend well, in yeah, Vegas. Not for, okay, not for that's a show. different. Not a I'm show. talking about right. for a show. <laughs> yeah. That's I, different. If I go to California, you know, if I want to fly to California instead of drive, you know, and be on 
on a plane for 45 minutes, fine. I'll go to, I, if I'll, I'll go spirit for, you know, cheap, but for a show. Oh no. <laughs> oh yeah. But, um, yeah. So I swear by Southwest, um, to fly and yeah. And there are times where I do what I call my gauntlets where, um, I fly, I'm, it's like basically being on the road, but I just go bounce from city to city. And, um, if I have shows, especially in Florida, because I have friend, I have many friends in Florida that I can stay with. If I'm, you know, it's much better for me to, you know, fly to, you know, Orlando and stay there a few extra days and then fly to like Raleigh because I have Raleigh, uh, uh, GalaxyCon Raleigh. Um, it's going to be after uh, MetroCon in Tampa. So for me to stay, go back from Tampa, drive to Orlando, stay in Orlando a few days, it's cheaper for me to fly to Raleigh from Orlando than to, you know, round trip it twice, you know? So, I mean, and the way that things are stacking up because of all the shifts and stuff and all the shows that got pushed back to like late summer and fall, I'm not going to be home the entire month of August through the first half of September right now. It's, it's going to be bounced everywhere. So you don't have kids then, I guess is the natural next question. (laughs) You are correct. I, I, I am not married. I do not have kids. I am just, I'm me. (laughs) Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. I was just telling my, uh, just telling my roommate yesterday um, when I got, uh, I got home. Um, what is today? Today's Monday. Yeah. So I got home yesterday from, from my whole Vegas trip. And, um, you know, I, I flew into St. Louis and drove back to, uh, back to Titusville. And, mm-hmm. you know, my roommate was like, hey, stranger. And I'm like, hey, so I'm going to see you for like nine days and then I'm gone for a month. <laughs> he's like wait what i'm like yeah so about that and the con life is back <laughs> exactly exactly and so how many shows do you have planned for the rest of this year since they're um, all you know jam-packed yeah yeah um let's see well i've already done three well three and a festival so because the festival like is a different entity to me it's not a con per se right so I should have, let's see, I have two in July, four in August, because August is completely booked. So that's six more. Uh, September, I have two or three. I think actually two, possibly three. There's one I'm kind of looking into, maybe. But so at least two in September, one in October, against my better judgment. Um, <laughs> and... One, uh, one, one, possibly two in November, and one for sure in December. So I don't oh, know. I don't so you're, you're pretty busy. That's good. I always like to hear that people are well, getting back after it. <laughs> well, actually, well, most actually, all of these shows, no joke. I didn't sign up for any new shows this year. Right. right. Um, all of them are rollovers from okay. uh, from twenty. Still, at least, at least as far as you know, at least they're happening. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, there's a couple questionable ones in that are in there that we don't know if they're going to happen just because But you uh, haven't heard no's yet. No, we have yeah, yeah, well exactly. We ha- I haven't heard no. But, right. you know, through the grapevine there may be some questionable ones that may just for other reasons possibly might not happen. But again, deal with it when it comes. But so I should have, you know, at least two show two shows a month almost coming up with the exception of June. I don't have anything in June and I'm actually okay with it because you know, that that's going to prepare me for the, you know, the travel season, let's call that. (laughs) So, (laughs) so yeah. 
Yeah, I am definitely scared of uh, scared of June, July, August, and September. It's just <laughs> it's so rapid fire; it's ridiculous, and there's well, not no, enough time because there's never enough time. Well, November is going to be crazy when you have you know Emerald City and C two E two back to back. Right. Uh, November. You mean November, December? December. Yeah. Oh, sorry, December. Sorry. Yeah. I, why did I think it was in November. <clears throat> Well, yeah. there's some crazy stuff going on in November right now, too. I mean, there's there's rumors of a certain convention happening um, Halloween weekend that overlaps yes. with, like, two other shows. <laughs> I did hear there... about that one, and that's a bit on the cra- crazy side. So I purposely – personal preference because I've been I'm, – I'm I do haunted houses in Vegas. I've been a scare uh, – scare, call it a scarecter. For fourteen character, nice. That's what, yeah. Well, that's what they call you know, especially at a like Universal Orlando and yeah, yeah. But I've been one for what will be fourteen years. So, um, and I there's one in particular in Vegas. They're like my family, so I've done it. This will be my fourteenth season. So normally I don't do cons in October because I'm doing that. I'm making an exception this year for a show at home in Vegas that got moved. To the first oh, weekend of Unicon. Yes, Unicon. Mm-hmm. And I am, uh, uh, I, it's going to be team no sleep that weekend. I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> I so, mean, there's, uh, the crazy thing is, like, I'm, I'm tempted to do that show. Mm-hmm. The next weekend is New York. The following weekend is another show in Vegas. Wait, which oh. Sh- wait. Oh, that, what? Is, did, wait, which show? Days of the Dead. Did they announce it already, the dates? Um, no, but a but little birdie told me. Oh, Got it. But, but now they are announced. Well, <laughs> well <sort> you know, <laughs> so yeah, the, the rumor is that there's two dates and uh, that that uh, that date of after New York is the uh, the solid one, ah, because I fair. think um, there's another convention, large horror convention that's going to be happening that following weekend and they want to avoid that. Mm. Well, don't forget you all. I don't. I don't know if you're talking about Spooky Empire because that one is supposed. They have their October dates. So um, I, mean, I don't know if it's Spooky or if it's a, a Monster Palooza one. Oh, okay. Well, Spooky already has their dates. I think it's like the 22nd through the 24th or something. Uh, Monster hmm. Palooza, I have no idea if what they if they announced or what they announced. So. Well. That weekend, the twenty fourth weekend, I am not Ooh. doing anything except going to Disney because that's my birthday. So, well, there you go. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. <clears throat> you deserve it. Yay! So, do you All have right. uh, you have anything else, Alexa? No, no. We've uh, we've chatted, we've reviewed, we've speculated, <laughs> and, and we've dropped now... a little knowledge that uh, some secret secret news, but I can move on. <laughs> <laughs> "Quote unquote" secret. Yes. Hey, so I know so is... tell us. Go ahead. I was going to just say, you know, tell everybody where to find your stuff, Natasha, how, you know, how, how they can find you on the, you know, interwebs and whatnot. On the interwebs, um, I, I, my shop is through Etsy. So if you go on Etsy, you can, a couple different ways, you can type it um, through the, just search the artistic dabbler, um, no spaces in the search bar or uh, www.etsy.com slash shop slash the artistic dabbler. I think just typing the artistic dabbler might be easier. Um, I am I am on Facebook as well. Um, if you search the artistic dabbler, um, and what I tend to do is on my online shop is I and I tell people this at cons. You're gonna find only a third of what I have online, 
And it's funny because um, kind of Alexa, when you had said, you know, there was a post in one of the groups, there's another post I saw that was today. I don't know if you saw this about, you know, what's tempting you to go back to doing cons as opposed oh, to. Uh, we were talking about this before you joined. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to, you know, <laughs> just staying at home and doing online stuff. And I, I did respond to that thread. And yeah. for me, and for me, I said, you know, I do so much better in person. Always. I thrive on because of how, how jewelry is, you know, that is an impulse buy nine out of 10 times. I thrive on those. And of course, you know, you connect with people, you socialize, you get to, you read them and you kind of, one thing I really love to do, especially with people who are in cosplays, and stuff i love to match you know stuff that would go cool with their cosplay you know like right. um for example and i always use this one as an example when i'm talking about this like um you know ariel from the little mermaid um i've seen many versions of like hipster ariel and i have these well i need to get more of these charms but i have these little forks that are are for oh. earrings Nice. So that, you know, that would be cute for a hipster Ariel to wear on her ears, you know, as an exactly. accessory. So, but it's interactions like that, that you don't get online, you know? So, but with that said, yeah, I only have a third of what I have in person, but people can always message me. What I'm known for also is doing uh, book earrings and I have, I'm able to almost do any book as earrings if I can get good cover art for it. Thanks to a friend of mine who helps me with some graphics. But um, so yeah, you can find you can find me on, like I said, on Etsy and on Facebook with the artistic dabbler. And you know, if anyone has requests for stuff, always feel free to message me. So, All yeah. right, that's <laughs> that's great. Well, <clears throat> we want to thank you for coming on, giving us the review. Sounds like it was a really good show. And uh, yeah, so we know we we appreciate the time. I know it's uh, it's kind of late on a Monday. It's okay. I mean, it's no worries. And I, I thank you guys for having me. This has been awesome. Yay. Great. Well, thank you. Yay. Hopefully we'll, uh, we'll get to run into you again and uh, get you to do another one down the road. Hey, sounds like a plan. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. All right. Thank you.